Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning, I almost forgot to say that line. Welcome back, guys. We're now, Now we're the other way. Now we're so used to recording in person that Zoom feels weird. You know, in our podcast... We like to revisit the past. We so do. Since it's now July 2021, we thought, let's take it back to July 2020. <laughs> God, remember July 2020? Honestly, kind of. I kind of remember it. A lot of 2020 was just one blob. Also, of one time. year ago, I had, uh, we were recording and I had COVID. Oh my God, it's your COVID-versary. We were talking to Aunt Judy. Oh, Aunt Judy. You guys, we love Aunt Judy. We love Holly so much. She commented on our post the other day. And it she, made us so happy. She signs everything off to us as love Aunt Judy. I know. Holly or anything. Which we could not love more. But um, yeah. Before we get into anything, I want to address something. Okay. I had Chinese the other day. And my fortune cookie said, always look forward, never look back. Okay. That's not, we are a podcast that is everything about looking back. So I think what it means, I think what it means is like always look for the future because you can't change what happened in the past. So I, I think, I think what we're doing here is we are not trying to, so we're not like dwelling, you know, we're not dwelling on the past. We are trying to bring those positive things to the present. Okay. And I think, I I know, I think that your fortune was saying, David, it said, David, (laughs) (laughs) it said, David, don't dwell on the past because you can't do it. Cora agrees. She said, David, don't dwell on the past because you can only look forward to the future. Oh, wow. You know what? You guys are welcome. You should start a new weekly segment where you guys send in your fortunes and Grace will interpret them. I know. I mean, guys, I did a Pilates workout this morning and I think it made me feel very Zen. You know what? I feel that energy from you. You're welcome. It's, we are, what is today? Today we are recording this on the 20th. So we are 18 days away from your wedding. How are you feeling? Guys, it's so weird. Also, there we are. My my mom is my mom is in town. She is working from home as well, and we have some laundry in. So if you hear things, we're just it's just also, family time. I also don't have my mic on me, so if I sound weird, it's yeah. It's we will. Back, it's like 2020. You know, we just made things work. We're just making it work because, as David just said, I my wedding is in 18 days, and even if you haven't planned a wedding you know that that is like a pretty hectic time, not hectic in a bad way, but there's just a lot going on. So you guys will have to excuse us for the Zoom. I mean, the, yeah, the Zoom recordings, mm-hmm. but it's fine. Um, How do I feel? 
I feel fine. I think it's really going to hit. So next this week, we're still planning stuff. Next week, we're still planning stuff. The week after is the week. Yeah, because you, you'll have rehearsal. There's something mm-hmm. at your dad's and then wedding day. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, even before that. Say, out of this whole time since, you know, you got engaged, what, two Thanksgivings ago? Yeah. I, think I feel like there's only been one day where you genuinely said to me that you were overwhelmed out of that whole time. Yeah, it really like has not been that bad. And I think I think it depends on the person though, because if you are, you have to realize that like, it's all going to come together. And as long as the people that are, are there are people that you love and you want yeah. to celebrate with, it doesn't really matter what, you know, silverware you have on the table. It's like, you can pick that stuff and make it fun, but it's about the people being there and just everyone feeling comfortable, everyone having a good time, good food. We have to have good food. I can't wait for the food. You got the potatoes, right? Oh, I'm sure we did. I can't even remember, but I'm sure I we you did. Sent, I remember you sent me a picture as you tried. <laughs> we were actually just talking. My parents were just talking about that with me yesterday. And I was like, what was even on that menu? But there were potats. They were in there somewhere. My okay. more big potato people in my family as well. So don't even worry. God, I go, I'm going, I found a place to get my suit tailored. I'm going to take it in on Wednesday. Is it going to be tailored by a person named Taylor? No, I can't. I think um, Nicole. <laughs> I'm sure she's very nice. Nicole, if you're listening, we're, we're, we're sure you're very nice. Great Yelp reviews. Oh, Nicole on Yelp. Everyone go check her out. She's going to tailor your suit. Nicole Taylor. That's her name. The reviews say she does it very quick. Oh, is she, well, of course she does. It's so Nicole. I, Guys, if you think we, her name might not even be Nicole. <laughs> no, it is. It's it now is. If you guys think that David and I take photo shoots on a regular basis, just wait till there's a professional photographer in front of us. I know. I was thinking because like any wedding I've been in, it's always you know they do like the especially with the bridal party, they'll do the whole like bride side, groom side, and then individuals. And like mm-hmm. I'm, it was always very quick. Like take your picture with the groom or the bride, move on. I feel like it's going to be quick and then it's going to get to us and we're, I should go last. Well, my, our photographer has a timeline. She's very organized and she already has time blocks for every single type of photo that's going to happen. Okay. So, so um, we're just, well, we're just going to make it fit into her timeline. The good thing is we're very quick with our poses. We know exactly what to do. We know exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll go back to back. Then. We'll go, we'll laugh a little bit. Like we know exactly what to do. Nobody worry. What a beautiful mug you have. It says, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. It says on it, true friends are hard to find, difficult <gasps> to leave, and impossible to forget. Is that because you're Zooming with me and I'm a true friend? I'm a true uh, 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 friend. Oh, no. I miss when we could sing together last week. I know. Listen, guys, this is not going to last very long, but we hope everyone is okay and will be patient with us so that we can get the wedding. We just need to focus on the wedding right now. Yeah. We're going to try to get episodes up every week throughout the wedding, but just warning you guys now that that's probably very unlikely. There might be a one or two. That- yeah. Cause the week of the wedding, a lot of our family is traveling in and there's also like nail appointments. There's this, there's that, there's all these things, that, but I think everyone's going to understand we're being wed. We're being wed and fed. <laughs> and we will be fed. The wedding. We will be fed at the wedding. 90s, 2000s news. Let's start with some positives. Uh, 
as I told you back, I think two weeks ago, we did our celeb series on Christina. I did yes. see her at the Hollywood Bowl this weekend. My God, she was great. She was great. The crowd, I feel like, didn't give her justice that she deserved. They kind of just sat. Like, they sat. Yeah, so David told me about this, and we both had the same reaction. Why are you going to go to a concert and sit? Like, I get it, you know, like, during a slow song, sure, everyone take a break. Sit down. But she sang, like, Dirty, Lady Marmalade, Lady Marmalade, Marmalade, Mom. Uh, <laughs> everyone sat and then finally How? her song before the encore was fighter so finally like in the last like bit of that song I was like okay maybe if I stand every bit other people will stand so right stood, and instantly some old man like a few rows behind me yelled to sit down like it was the last song and it was towards the end so normally even if you're at just like a nice theater people normally would give a standing ovation for the last song yeah. And how can you sit during those songs? I don't you know. just have to get up and dance. And then she came out and um, sang beautiful for the encore. I am beautiful. She no had, man. she added, she didn't really like change costumes throughout the concert, but she would like add different like jewelry and things like that. And for the last song, she added this like dress element to her uh, outfit. And for people to walk her out to her microphone. And so then at the end, whenever she like went to go like wave by to the different sides of the stage, the four people lifted her dress and walked with her. Let me tell you, when we have a chance to be at that status, David and I will have people <laughs> carrying our dresses. <laughs> Actually, at the wedding, I'm having 10 people hold my train of my dress. It's going to be a, quite a walk down the aisle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else happened in the news? I mean, all the Britney stuff. Oh my gosh, that post that you sent me with um, about her and Jamie Lynn. Well, her sister, Jamie Lynn. And what is with the Spears sisters and posting something and then changing the caption? Well, for Britney, we know it's probably because someone's making her change the caption. Because Britney had posted a while ago. I'd sent it to Grace. And by the time Grace looked at it, it said post unavailable. Yeah. commented on the fact that her maids got their nails done over quarantine and she was not allowed to. And then all of a sudden the caption was just three emojis. Same thing with Jamie Lynn. Brittany posted that thing basically saying that she didn't like when Jamie Lynn showed up to the Radio Disney Awards and sang her songs. And Jamie Lynn posted a picture that just said, peace be with you and with your spirit, which if you're not Catholic, that's like a Catholic saying. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And then suddenly it was just three emojis as the caption instead. (laughs) I mean, someone obviously got involved and was like, we're not doing this. It's weird that Jamie Lynn's changed, though, because. Also, you did would... you see um, Paul Butcher, the guy who played. Her, is it her brother on Zoe 101? Yeah. Did a, t- a TikTok and it was basically being like, I really thought that there was going to be a Zoe 101 reboot. Hashtag free Britney saying like it's not happening. Oh, it's never going to happen. No, 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 no. I mean, which is really sad for the cast of Zoe 101. You know, after um, Jamie Lynn did her Instagram video apologizing and explaining where she stood on the free Britney thing, I was ready to forgive her. I was ready to forgive her. I definitely thought she was being truthful. Or yeah, not forgive. I don't don't think she'd done anything wrong. But now I'm post, I don't know. Yeah, I think if she wasn't causing it, that's obviously great. She wasn't contributing to the controlling nature, but she 
was she stepping in and saying, hey, stop, like people need to stop doing this, you know? I don't know. She, Brittany got her own lawyer. It was approved by the judge. And according to the lawyer, he thinks it'll, it's only a matter of weeks till he can get her free, which I really hope that she, I mean, I feel like she has no kind of support system, which does make me nervous for when she gets free. I know, I know, but we're obviously hoping for the best. I mean, I'm sure everybody's reading these posts as they're released, but each week, if there's more, we will keep reading them to you talking about them but i can't think of any other news i can't think of any other news no so let's move on to birthdays and real quick before we jump into the birthdays yes i have gotten a mic now so if the audio is different magic miracles happen once in a while deal with it kids we already mentioned this is (laughs) not our normal our normal couple of weeks, but yeah. you, know, you just sound better. And what a gift. What a, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Okay. Let's get into the birthdays. First on our list, one of, one of everyone's favorites. I think, I don't think that I don't know a single person who doesn't love this actor. I don't know anybody. He played our favorite elf, buddy, the elf. Uh, it's Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell. I mean, think, do you know anyone that doesn't love him? No. No, doesn't exist. And if you no. do, we don't want to be your friend. Nope. Bye. Don't want to be your friend. Oh, next, another person who shares your name, my David. It's David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Uh, another one. <laughs> Everyone loves him. Guys, we're on Zoom and I saw David try to mouth <laughs> and just guess <laughs> who was coming next. You got it, though. You did it. I did it. Oh, these are good ones. I gasp. These are such good ones. They're all great. Um, next is a lady who I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You will agree. Everyone also loves she, she voices a Disney princess for goodness sake. It's Kristen Bell. Literally everybody loves Kristen. Everybody Bell. loves her. She's, I feel like celebrities who are friends with her say she's wonderful. Just from what we see on the outside, she's wonderful. I love Kristen Bell. First of all, I still need to watch Veronica Mars. Oh, it's really good. I really think you'll like it. We loved it. But I love The Good Place. Love, Mm -hmm. obviously, Frozen. Hello. Oh, my God. And I mean, just Gossip Girl. Her voice is perfect for it. I want her to read everything (laughs) in my life as Gossip Girl. She should be the voice of Siri. Not to put the woman who or man who is Siri out of business. But no, but let's put him out of business and get KB in business. there. Mm-hmm. We'll start a petition. We love. We petitions. do have a we do have a friend who met Kristen Bell, and um, he told us that whenever like people are around her, they call her KB. KB. So we call her KB. <laughs> Jack Shepard tends to just call her Bell. I think I like KB better. I like KB better. It's more personal. KB. More personal. Oh, Dave, you love this next guy because I'm pretty sure he's the guy from that show that you love. But he's Tom also. Welling. No, then I got already wrong. It's Jared Pedalecki. I get him. Oh yeah, Tom yeah, yeah, it is. I went for. It I is? went. I, it is supernatural. I wasn't sure. Okay. If we were gonna go Smallville or not? I try, uh, I'm no, trying I to did. guess. We're not in sync today. It's because it's Mercury. It's it's Wednesday the 21st. We're never in sync. Oh, is it? Wait. No, never mind. Never what mind. happened? What happened? I was about to say, oh, it's the first day of summer, but that's June summer. 21st. And you know what? You were close. When you also love this last person, the last one on our list, another lady who we love, Julianne Huff. 
I do love Julianne Huff. I spilled, if anyone knows Julianne Huff, I oh, accidentally no. spilled yeah, some the, the sad story. I accidentally <laughs> spilled some coffee on her autograph um, that I got back in 2009. It, I, I mean, it's still I, there. You can still read it. You can still see her face on the picture. But like, if anyone knows her, they could get me a new one. I wonder if anyone listening thought you were going to say you accidentally spilled coffee on Julianne Huff. No, we would never. He would never. No, but. No. I went to a concert. It was called. Um, so a lot of you might be familiar with the Chicago annual concert called Lollapalooza. Well, one yes, year yes, yes, in, yes. in Springfield, Illinois, the year was 2009. They decided to try to make a weekend called Yallapalooza. Oh, and Julianne Huff was there. She opened up for Jason Aldean. And then after she just like literally stood at this table for hours meeting people. And I remember meeting her. She -hmm. gave me a hug and winked at me. Oh, she is very nice. She used to come into my old work all the time. And she is a very nice person. And we love nice people. We love nice. We get along with nice people so well. Also, Julianne, check your DMs. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've messaged you a few times. Mm-hmm. Julianne, if you, maybe, maybe she's busy. Maybe she's just busy. Maybe you know? like her. Yeah, she probably doesn't look at DMs, yeah. but like God, she's got too much to do. <laughs> she does. She's a busy woman. Um, but we do have some really bad news, everybody. We're mm-hmm. not together. So once again, we cannot sing. Listen, we know that everybody's really upset about. This, OK, we know that people are upset, but don't worry, because. We're going to be back together. David and I will never not be together at some point. We're actually going to see each other tonight, (laughs) but we're going to be with (laughs) two other friends. So we can't do, we cannot bring our microphones. We can imagine going, going to Granville, the place where we once saw Moana going to Granville with our mic. Oh, we should take our microphones. What if she's there again? Do you think she's there again? No, we couldn't. We, we would have to the moment she was there again we would what have to seize the moment i think last we were starstruck this we time do need to say, get here's we need to get better at seizing moments we're not too bad we're not but we could be like better. remember remember at that madame tussaud tussaud tussaud's night we we walked mm-hmm. up to jake thomas we walked up to certain people and we were nervous to do it but we did it we did it we did we did we didn't get a picture with Jason Dolly that night. Cause I remember he was like with a girlfriend or something and they were very coupley. Yeah. Canoodling. Canoodling and coupling. Jason Donnelly's all- <laughs> Jason Donnelly? Donnelly's always canoodling. <laughs> Jason Donnelly. Jason canoodly doodle. Wait, I have something to say. Okay. <laughs> Did you see the video of poor Jesse McCartney falling on stage? <laughs> yes. I love that he reacted to it. Oh my God. Well, he really looked like he hurt himself. It was a hard fall. And then he was limping off. I know, but oh, so our thoughts and prayers are with Jesse and his ankle. Beautiful. Oh, you beautiful ankle. Um, mm-hmm. So th- that's the birthdays, guys. Happy birthday to everyone. And if you happen to be listening and celebrated a birthday, happy birthday to you too. Yeah. Should we get into the topic, do you think? Or do, you, do we have more? What do you think? You know, I think we should just get into the topic. Guys, who liked our under the sea swimming video on TikTok? If you don't follow us, go on our TikTok and look at it. It's also on Instagram Reels. Follow us there. And to the person who keeps following and unfollowing. We're going to find you. We're going to find out who you are. And we're going to talk to your mom and your parents. And we're going to say, listen, bad 
bad kid. Bad, bad. Okay. Back in the 90s. <laughs> we're not well. <laughs> 1996, to be exact. The world was blessed when we got, I like to call it like a non-animated animated movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A non-animated animated movie. That's fun to say. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Non-animated animated. We should never say it. We both nailed it once. Let's we not- nailed it once. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. When Michael Jordan blessed the big screens with Space Jam. Guys, speaking of Michael Jordan, did people watch his documentary? If you haven't, go watch it. Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. There will never actually be anyone better than him. Now, the new one just came out. And I I started to watch it last night on HBO Max. I have about 20 minutes left just because I started to fall asleep on the couch. I fell asleep during it as well. Um, The reviews are not great for the new one which I think helped me like it better because I was expecting like genuinely the worst movie ever. That's fair. I was saying to Tim, if people hopefully, Space Jam, the original was so amazing and iconic. And I think, come on, you guys, there's been so many reboots. Let's realize that most likely they're not going to be as good as the original. No. Most likely. Because it was confusing, first of all, the branding. I didn't know if it was a reboot or a sequel. Right. It's called Space Jam, A New Legacy. Because then they finally do address like the Michael Jordan one in it. When right. they bring in, I don't know if you got to where they bring in Michael B. Michael Jordan. B. Jordan. Yeah. Ugh. I actually fell asleep, but Tim told me about that part. And, oh, that would just annoy me. Because I would have been so ready to see Michael Jordan. Like, don't uh-huh. do that. It's not even, it's not even funny. Do not ever, ever tease us with a Michael Jordan cameo. And then not not follow through. Well, somebody who did not like the new one is the original Space Jam director, Joe Pitka. I hope I said that right. P-Y-T-K-A. Mm-hmm. He did not have nice things to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's known for directing popular music videos and commercials in the 80s and 90s, including the I Am Tiger Woods. And so that's fun. Uh, that's fun. He says that it took him five separate sessions to complete the new Space Jam just to watch it. He says that when Space Jam, the original one in 1996, came out, Michael Jordan was not just the biggest basketball player. He was the biggest celebrity in the world. He says that LeBron's an incredible athlete and a very good actor, but adds, the truth is that LeBron ain't Michael. On top of that, he says the film tied the plot to Michael's personal life, retiring from hoops to play baseball while the new movie's missing a personal connection to LeBron. He also says that he feels that the 1996 Space Jam featured a far superior supporting cast with Charles Barkley, Bill Murray. He also says that the reboot soundtrack is insignificant to the original. I mean, this one, so the reboot got a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, And everyone that I've talked to that has watched it has not loved it. No, I think it's fun. I think that the because they're in the warner brothers universe which i thought that that scene of them flying through and like seeing superman seeing harry potter seeing game of thrones i thought that that was really fun right there was a lot of advertisement for warner brothers throughout it it did kind of feel like a big ad yes it was a big ad which some people found funny but it kind of was a little bit like like what were they doing why was there so much of that okay guys but we're not here oh I have to burp. 
Oh, that was a Mom, good one. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, she's listening to sports radio. <laughs> she can't hear you. She can't hear me. The original Space Jam only got a 44% on the tomato meter, but we don't always agree with the tomato meter. No, 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 no. Tomato hater is what I like to call it. Nice, 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 nice. (laughs) (laughs) But sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say? I forget. Oh, okay. Well, we are. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to say, we're not here to talk about the new one. Oh, I was just about to say that okay. we're talking about the, mm-hmm. Th- there we go. We can now work, ready, ready, let's work this out. Okay. But you guys, we okay. are not, we are not here to talk about the new one. No, we are here to talk about, I'm just going to say Space Jam because I don't even want to call it the original Space Jam because it is the one and only Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Everybody get up. Everybody guys. get up. David and I were Bugs and Lola for the last Halloween that we were together before the pandemic. If you haven't seen those photos, we're going to share some photos. I'm going to say we really love Instagram. to post these ones. So it was a really last minute, but great costume idea. It, we looked all over for costumes. And then I think we, we just went to a random, like one of those just, pop-up Halloween stores mm-hmm. and there they were. It just spoke to us. So we're clearly fans of the original Space Jam, which was um, released on November 15th, 1996 by Warner Brothers, of course. It was a box office success, grossing over $250 million worldwide and becoming the highest grossing basketball film of all time, as well as the 10th highest grossing film of 1996. I mean, as the director mentioned... Michael Jordan is always going to be popular, but he was so popular at this time. So put him in anything and millions of people were going to watch it. Oh, for sure. It did receive mixed reviews from critics. They were divided on the, what they said, out of place merits and the concept of combining Jordan and his profession with Looney Tune characters. Listen, I think I love that it was like animation in real life. I thought that was so fun. I can't even imagine, though, for him to act in this movie. Oh, my God. How hard that would have been. I mean, I think he he has so much confidence and so much charisma that I I could I just feel like anything that Michael Jordan touched was gold. Yeah. You know, especially then. Oh, my God. After that documentary, I am like, he can do anything. Maybe we'll get him to a (laughs) wedding. Should we call? Okay, well, we have two weeks. We'll call him. He'll answer. Hey, Michael. <laughs> Michael, it does. Um, I don't think we need let's to tell, take... Do we need to tell people the plot? People know no, the plot. You guys, 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 guys. If you don't know the plot, you truly, we would. We don't ever want to say this, but pause this and go watch it. It's you, on, I just saw it pop you up. Have it's, to on, see. it's on Hulu. Yeah, you have to see it. Um, but we're going to take it back. We're, we're going to tell you a little bit about Space Jam. Um, and for those of you who have listened for a long time, 1992 is mine and David's birth year. Yes. It is the year that us as a twin, twin little sack twin of eggs, mm-hmm. sack of eggs, are <laughs> uh, we came out into the world and never looked coincidentally back. enough. We never looked back coincidentally <laughs> enough in 1992 and 93, there were two Super Bowl Nike ads called Hair Jordan and Aerospace Jordan, 
and they aired on television and featured Michael Jordan with Bugs Bunny, who David was for Halloween. Yes, Never yes, forget. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so the creative director named Jim Riswold, again, we hate, we hate mispronouncing names. So sorry if we did convinced the hair Jordan campaign following the popularity of the advertisement where Jordan played with she's got to have it character Mars Blackman. Um, he chose Bugs Bunny for his next campaign because the character was a childhood hero. So it was kind of like putting Michael Jordan and the star of Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny. That would be like us putting Harry Potter with who's that football player you love? <laughs> Which one? Well, we love Nick Foles. Which one? Yeah, it'd be like putting Harry mm-hmm. Potter. I mean, if it was going to, I mean, as much as like he drives everybody crazy, Tom Brady is like a face mm-hmm. of a big football face. He's and Giselle. A... Oh, Tom Giselle. Potter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can't wait um, for that version of Space Jam. Oh no, I cannot wait. Wow. That hair Jordan commercial took six months and, and had a $1 million budget to make. Wow. And even, I know like, obviously the nineties weren't that long ago, but even then a million dollars would have been worth who knows what now. Oh my God. I, this was 92, 93. And the inflation, you guys. Oh my God. We, let's get, let's get into the inflation. <laughs> um, however, it was hindered by the reluctance from Warner brothers to a Nike to modernize Bugs's character. However, the commercial success of both ads, and this is a quote, was a nice bit of research for Warner Brothers to understand that the Bugs character still had relevance to tie it in with Michael. So clearly this was where it started, that there was some sort of connection, popularity between Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. Yeah, I never knew that that was a thing before the movie. No, I did. I mean, we were just born, Dave. It's not really our fault. We were it's just not our fault, born. but we were so smart. We should have known. We should have, we should have felt the vibes. We should have known. Okay. The classic animation faction of Warner Brothers, which animated the commercials, was in Sherman Oaks, just right down the river. Just around the river bend. <laughs> so after these commercials and the success of these commercials, this led to the company green lighting a film featuring Gil Jordan and Bugs Bunny, which came out of a plain meeting between a Nike executive and producer Ivan Reitman. At the time, Warner Brothers tried to create a more adult, sophisticated material in the animated film market that deviated from the formula that was set by Disney. So, but this project closed when Michael retired from basketball. So Michael Jordan retired in 1993 and then uh, only to be reopened in 1995 when Michael Jordan returned as a basketball player. I believe that was when his old baseball stint was in between that. Pitka, he was informed about the project only months before the start of principal photography. In addition to being hired as a director, he also revised the script, including writing a scene where Jordan hits a home run after he returns to earth that was filmed, but ultimately never used. Um, Spike Lee was also interested in helping Pit. gosh, I'm sorry, the director <laughs> <laughs> with the screenplay, but Warner brothers blocked him from the project. Rude. Ooh. But Scandal. I know. According to Pitka, it was difficult to get most of the actors involved with Space Jam due to its odd premise. And he's quoted saying, I mean, they're going to work with an animated character and an athlete. Are you serious? They just didn't want to do it. 
I mean, that, that's one of those crazy situations where looking back on it, they might be kicking themselves that they weren't a part of it. But yeah, I guess at the time it didn't interest them. I mean, it is, it is, it was very different. It was a very different idea. Like you're acting with nothing because they're animated characters. That would be, I mean, I guess it's, it, I mean, I guess it's kind of like any move, like, like in Harry Potter, how at Warner Brothers, we learned that they had to use a tennis ball for the kids to act with. I know it's gotta be, obviously it has to be more fun to have a real person there, Mm -hmm. you know, but also how cool if you filmed a whole movie and just like literally a room with green screens and then going to see it, that has to be so cool to see what they were able to do. Oh yeah. Technology. Oh, the technology. So Wayne Knight, he was cast as Stan in the movie. Um, but he, there were some other options. They were looking at maybe Michael J. Fox and Chevy Chase because the um, director worked with them on a Doritos commercial, but Warner Brothers rejected both of those actors. I loved Wayne Knight in it. I thought he was so, so funny and added a lot of, a lot to the movie, especially because Michael Jordan isn't an actor. I mean, he's an athlete. They would never, this says there was also attempts to replace Jordan's character with a more experienced actor, but they quote, couldn't find anyone better. Of course you couldn't find anyone better. Even if Michael wasn't the best actor, they, they shouldn't have replaced him. They didn't. No, but like, don't you dare. No. Cause at that point, especially like they just needed the name and people were going to go. Right. The overall production of Space Jam totaled to be around 19 months with filming taking up 10 of them. Because of course, like we said, and everyone knows, the animated characters, that's a whole other, that's animation. So they would film Michael's parts and Wayne's and anyone else who was a real person. Sorry, the Looney Tunes are not real. I know. What? I know. I know. No one likes to hear that. If no one likes to hear it, then just don't say it. Okay. You're right. So So the filming was only 10 of them. Um, That was half of the time of any other film of its kind. According to Smith, the animation was done at a very quick pace by more than 700 workers from 18 studios in London, Canada, California, and Ohio. That actually is crazy because I, I don't know why this always sticks out in my head. I remember, remember like when Disney channel used to have the movie surfers. Yes. I remember watching the big brother one, big brother, the brother bear one. And they talked about how that movie took four years just to be the animated movie. So like, and like Pixar movies take like years. So the fact that they were able to get this done in 19 months actually is insane. I know. Well, they hired so many people clearly. Um, It says in trying to track the huge amount of work done at the 18 studios, Ron Tippy or Tip, he hung stills of all of the shots throughout the feature animation in the hallways with the completed ones marked in red. It was probably mayhem to keep track of everything over 18 different Oh my God. And they did not have a lot of time. No. It broke the record for amount of composited shots in a feature film, roughly, roughly 1,043, as well as a record number of FX shots with around 1,100 in a single 90-minute film. 
My gosh, that really is impressive. If you want to put it into kind of like a scale, the same year, 1996, Independence Day came out and that had 700 FX shots within two hours of screen time. Wow. Space Jam was also one of the first ever productions to be shot on a virtual studio. So Michael Jordan filmed in a 360 degree green screen room with motion trackers. They were around around him were green suited NBA players and improv actors from Groundlings Theater. Yeah, they were from Groundlings Theater and school serving as placement identifiers for the animated characters. Okay, that's helpful. I mean, so that he had uh, something. Also imagine, because like, I feel like we know a lot of people who have done improv classes. Imagine being in an improv class and then asking to get put in the green suit to go be with (laughs) Michael Jordan. So worth it. I'm like, okay, I don't even care that my face wouldn't be on screen. That is what I wonder who those people are. Where are they now? Where are the Groundlings actors who were then who were the stand? We should try to find at least one of them. Yeah, I would love to know what that was like. Um, And then, of course, they had a CGI background replica of a of a real life setting that they would key in to the background. That's so Um, cool. I know it's. I, I, that would probably be, I, I wish I could see that 360 green screen. And that was probably really cool. I know. Cause I saw like whenever they did the jungle book, I remember seeing behind the scenes of that. So I'm assuming it's yes. similar. I would think so. We, if you guys have listened to any of our episodes with people who do sitcoms, we always talk about how they'll do rewrites in front of the audiences. And I feel like I'm, you never hear that about the movie, but rewrites were done on set daily while they filmed space jam. Rewrites, did you say? Rewrites to the script. Yeah, they would concept drawings and discussions between the animators and the director about how the animation would be incorporated took place just on set during shooting and then rewrites to the script would be done daily. Wow. I mean, I feel like, yeah, like on sitcom, like I know on The Office, they talked about they would get rewrites that day, but I feel like a movie is, and especially like, and this is not an offense to Michael Jordan, but he's not an actor. No. So that was probably a different experience for him. So then rewriting stuff on in that moment was probably crazy. I wonder if for someone who really, like you said, isn't an actor, I wonder if it made it easier to really just be dealing with green people, like not dealing with other huge actors that could possibly make you nervous or feel like you need to be better than you are. So there's a lot of characters in this movie. There's There's a lot of Looney Tunes in general. But the animators had to work with almost 100 characters for Space Jam. They were, of course, most focused on Bugs and Daffy, not only because they are principal characters, but also because they were the most recognizable Warner Brothers characters to a general audience. Wow. Sculpting was incorporated the most on Bugs and Lola, a.k.a. David and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was also including what they called beauty shots Ooh. or sequences where Bugs and Lola are together. Me and you. That's us. <laughs> There was a lot of experimentation with motion blur with the 2D characters, especially God bless. Little, little God Tweety Bird. <laughs> I love Tweety Bird. She's so cute. So the soundtrack to this movie, also a great one. It sold enough albums to be certified as a six-time platinum album. That's amazing for a movie soundtrack. That is, yeah. Um, it served as a high point for. Musical artist R. Kelly. And Ooh, let's just say wanna... that 
we're gonna move right along um mm-hmm. sure he had that high point but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we, we mm-hmm. do not support mm-hmm. and we, no 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 let's just get right along to the steve miller band's fly like an eagle <laughs> fly like an eagle Oh my God. Yeah. There was Busta Rhymes, Coolio, LL Cool J. There was so, of course, Pump Up the Jam. Pump Up the Jam. Jam, pump it up. Such great songs. I forgot about album. Monica for you, I will. Oh, I know. So we mentioned a few of the statistics, what happened at the box office, but just a Stats. little bit more because this movie had a worldwide total of $250.2 million. Wow. And remember, it was in 96. Like this was some years ago now. Domestically, it debuted to 27.5 million from 2,650 theaters, topping the box office. The film then made 16.2 million in its sophomore weekend and 13.6 million in its third. And don't forget about China. Oh, never. In China, the film was actually released the next year in 1997 and grossed 24.1 million there. Wow. Oh, and then, of course, they released it on VHS. That was really a time for VHS's DVD and Laserdisc in 1997. I don't know if we had the VHS. I'm trying to remember. I don't think, I don't think I did. Yeah. I'm not sure if I did, but wait, we need to get some merchandise, Dave. They, I mean, they have like merchandise for the new one out everywhere. No, no, no. Look, they have, there's of course comics because the film was adapted into a graphic novel published by DC Comics. I, I would love to actually see that. And then the video games. Oh, I remember the PlayStation it. and Sega. Oh my gosh. So uh, if, you, if you guys have seen the new one, maybe write us, let us know what you thought about it. Um, I think everyone's overall, everyone kind of feels the same way about Space Jam, a new legacy from what I can tell. Yeah, I really do believe though that if you read the awful reviews for it, that when you watch it, you're going to think, hey, this isn't that bad. I think it's fun. If you just want like a nice, fun movie, I suggest watching the new Space Jam, um, especially on HBO Max. It's free. Why not? It's still like it still is Warner Brothers. You still get Bugs Bunny. You get all the characters. So if you like the Looney Tunes, it's in my opinion, it's for sure worth it to watch. I don't know if I would have wanted to pay like a $20 movie ticket to watch it. But if you have HBO Max, why not? It's still going to give you like this a similar feel, but I really am curious. Uh, both of us are curious to see what you guys think. So let us know. Yes. Let us know what you think. Um, we're always going to support Space Jam in any way. Oh my God. <laughs> and you guys, the crazy. sirens, the sirens by Graces are out of control right now, which is kind of perfect timing because we are wrapping this up. So go watch Space Jam right now. After, no, before you do that, make sure you follow us on social media. We are on, Grace has muted herself right now and is trying to mouth along and dancing. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at BTTB Podcast. We are on Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best, youtube.com slash Back to the Best. And our website is bttbpodcast.com. So go, even if you just do one of those things, it would be so appreciated. And I agree with everything David said. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Back. There is, you guys, I don't know what's going on. There's hopefully everyone's okay. But yes, thank you for listening. We love you all so much. And be please be patient with us over the next couple weeks as we figure out our episodes. Because guys, we're getting married. 
And if you want to get Grace a wedding gift, yes, follow oh us my on God, Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Guys, get me a wedding gift and follow us on Instagram. And if you are the one person that keeps following and unfollowing, we will find you. So, uh, you know what? <laughs> on okay, that note. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this um, just to be real. Mm-hmm. Possibly tune in next week where we may or may not have an episode. <laughs> but if we do, we sure will be taking you. <laughs> Back to the best. Maybe, maybe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>